Okay, so this is our introduction to our series. Um, and I think we've called it 1,000 Women Strong Life and Debt. Life ah. and Debt. So in this series, we'll be talking about a number of things. But before we get started talking about what this series will be, let's talk about who you are and who I am. And um, I will be leading the series and being kind of the moderator, if you will, uh, for um, a number of topics. And so before we, um, I'm Nicole J. Atkins, and I work with 1000 Women Strong, and I am the Deputy Outreach Director. Um, who I have on screen with me right now is the wonderful and fabulous and highly energetic uh, Shakia Cherry Donaldson. And I want you to tell the folks who you are and what this organization is. Okay, uh, greetings everyone. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, depending on when you listen to this beautiful podcast. My name is Shakia Cherry Donaldson and I am the founder and executive director of 1000 Women Strong. And we are a national constituency of Black women committed to creating the beloved community through civic and political engagement and organizing. Um, born and raised in the Bronx, currently resides in Atlanta, Georgia, and I'm excited to be here with you all today. So you talked about the beloved community. That's what it's about. Mm -hmm. What was your motivation for What was your motivation? to start this organization? For sure. Uh, so I'm a lifelong organizer. I've been professionally doing this since I was 19 years old. Um, and I started, like my very first issue was um, housing equity. Mm -hmm. And um, particularly uh, in New York City for those uh, who suffer uh, from HIV and AIDS um, and making sure that they, they were treated with dignity and respect. Um, and I, I came to understand and learn that being an organizer, being an outside agitator, being a community builder, um, was, was not only real work, but it was mission driven for me, right? It was my mission. It was my calling of like, how can I combine research and analytics and community and excitement and joy and all in one place to create to create an imaginative better world that we want to see, right? I don't want to, I don't want to be a reflective or reflexive organizer that the only time we show up is after bad shit happens. Mm -hmm. I wanted to create a space and an organization, particularly um, centered on black women um, that was around our organizing and caring and giving an intellectual capacity to create the future that we want to see and a future that everyone is included. Um, and I think the best, uh, I guess the best narrative of what I've seen, of what, what I understand to be um, a just and equitable society mm -hmm. is a beloved community. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, when I'm framing this, I think it's a signal cry to folks uh, that we, we are fighting for and with Black women we're not fighting just to fight. Right. Because we just like to fight. We're just going to fight. Right. We're not fighting because we just like to fight. No. And um, and at the end of this, sis, bruh, bam, Kim, there is, there is a possibility 
for us to all live our full um, lives, our full existence as the universe has set it forth um, in harmony, right? Because mm -hmm. the beloved community is about a sense of harmony, right? Where it's like, yeah, you could, I, I hear you and I see you, but I'm, I don't wish anything bad towards you. I'm not going to do anything harmful towards you, right? Personally or systemically. And so, um, right, it, it, it is the essence and the ethos in which I organize in this space, right? We've organized before for several different reasons, but I was like, if I'm going mm -hmm. to create a space, um, if I'm going to ask people to help nurture and bring their best to a space, I need them to understand that we are fighting for and on behalf of this harmony. So, mm -hmm. That's it. That's dope. That's all, that's it. I just want you to tell the people what it's about. Why okay. we here? What we doing? I'm like, I know you um, know. So I don't know how much more you want me to say? Yeah, but but I know. But do the people know? That's the important sure, part, sure. right? So. so, I talked about we're going to do this podcast series, and um, we know what time it is. It's midterms, right? And it's time to mm -hmm. vote. And this year will be filled with political turmoil for everyone, um, especially Black women. And so, mm -hmm. One Thousand Women Strong is here to break that down with you. Um, during the month of October, we will be bringing you a limited series covering maternal health, reproductive justice, and student loan debt. In 30-minute cute episodes, right? So it's not going to be long. It's not going to be drawn out. We're going to get in and we're going to get out. Um, and we'll share knowledge, stories, and most importantly, provide resources. And so the cadence will be, you know, we'll bring on the guest. Um, we'll talk about the issue. We'll share a story. We'll share a stat, maybe, or two. Um, and then we will share resources for varying states. Um, and those states will include Michigan, Georgia, PA, and Texas. Um, and then we will share what the voting guidelines are in that respective state. We'll also put those links and uh, yummy things in the show notes so um, folks can go on and get that information after the podcast is over. So that will be the cadence of our um, podcast series. Um, we have some really fun things. I think scheduled. We'll be doing something. Uh, Brenda's Brenda's got a baby. Um, everybody knows that Tupac song. I hope everybody knows that Tupac song. Um, we'll be doing a PhDs die too. Uh, a Black maternal health story. Um, where we'll be talking to Danielle Atkinson from Mothering Justice, and um, we also are doing a um, a podcast called The American Dream Costs Too Damn Much. Um, a student loan debt story. Um, and so be on the lookout for those podcasts. And then at the end of the season, when the midterm is over and all the chips have fallen, I'm not sure if I'm using that analogy right or that <laughs> phrase right, but when it's all said and done and we voted on November the 8th, because that is the date that we plan to vote. I hope folks are voting. We will lay out where everything falls and what that will look like as we go into the next election cycle, because we know this is going to be a doozy for this presidential election cycle. And so that's what we'll be doing. Um, we hope folks get something out of it. Um, and that's it. And we hope we have fun. We hope we laugh. Um, and uh, folks can get some of that joy that we're giving out on these podcasts. So I thank you. Can I just say one thing? Yes. You can <laughs> say all the things. Spice it up. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, I do want to talk about why I think November 8th is important. I think there has been a growing um, energy, rightfully so, and frustration 
with our democratic process in this country, uh, particularly for marginalized folks, uh, people of color and, and black folk. Yeah. Um, and I want to say that it goes oftentimes unacknowledged mm-hmm. about how unfair and um, just how chaotic the process is and is becoming. Mm-hmm. Um, and then how people don't feel seen by their government. I just, I want to give breath and life to that mm-hmm. uh, for all of our listeners and, and, and also um, as a solid millennial uh, who has been systematically shut out of uh, the home buying market, who is living under the reality of student loan debt, who um, at times had to go uninsured or without health insurance because the cost is too damn Mm -hmm. high and I had to choose Mm -hmm. and all these things. Uh, Mm -hmm. Voting for me is a a lever of power. It is a way to access a form of uh, power in our systemic uh, governance uh, that I want Mm -hmm. to claim as my birthright. Uh, uh, Whether you are a naturalized American, however you got here, as an American citizen, it's your birthright to decide how your mm-hmm. government is going to be run and then how it is going to treat you. And so I go and vote in November, not only for myself, but I go and vote to ensure that my grandmother gets to enjoy her final days in respect and dignity. And that my niece mm-hmm. who's 12, I'm building a future for her that is better than mine. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, it is not only a penance to pay to our ancestral legacy, but it is a penance to pay to our actual citizenship in this country. If they could come after you for your taxes, if they could come after you for a speeding ticket, if they could come after you by any of these systematic levers of oppression that cause you and your family some level of stress, you need to get up and Mm -hmm. go vote. Because that's your call back. That's your answer to. So um, I wanted to give voice to the frustration and and the clear um, dysfunction and, and say, and, and we still going to go vote. Absolutely. Absolutely. No, that's it. No, but that's good. No, that, that, not that's it. That is it. That is it. That's it. That's it right there. Absolutely. So thank you for that. Um, and making sure that we are focused in what we're doing and why we're doing it. And so we really need that. Um, so I thank you and look forward to the upcoming podcast series. Yay!